The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Monster Monday presented, of course, by DraftKings. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years, bunch of podcasts, love them. College Draft will be posted later today. Even Money, the betting one on Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday, Fantasy Feast episodes one and two. Tomorrow will be my power rankings here on the show. A mystery guest, typically on Wednesdays. we got a great week for you guys planned as we're getting closer and closer to Thanksgiving. It's a new week. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give away not one, but two Madden codes to you guys, listeners, this week. Because I still have some left, and I want this to be like a holiday gift for you. So I'm going to give it to a spread the word winner, which is someone that takes advantage. You know what? Spread the word winner is this week. Rate and review the show. Rate and review the show, and then email it to me. The winner will get a Madden code. I will email you back with the code. So rate and review. Look, you, you rate and review a bunch of shows. You probably get a better chance. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, doesn't matter. Just email me, ross at rosstucker.com. Then we'll always have a sponsor confirmation email. You know what? I'm going to give out a Madden code for that person too. Sponsor confirmation email winner. Take advantage of any of the sponsors. Masterworks, Simply Safe, Symbol, which is amazing, Uncommon Goods, Raycon, whatever. Take advantage of any of them. I'll give you a Madden code. I'm like Oprah. You get a Madden code, and you get a Madden code, and you get a Madden code. Same thing for the YouTube shout-out. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Go there, subscribe, make a comment. In fact, in the comment, let me know which type of code you need or would like. I mean, which type of um, console for the Madden, you get a code. So this week, all three winners Get codes, Madden codes. We're going Madden code crazy on the show for you. Very excited about it. Patron of the day, Tim Dorpinghaus. I'm saying Haas like that because I think that's how it is. Tim Dorpinghaus. Welcome to the family, Tim. Patreon.com slash R 
NXT media. It was so awesome to meet Mike Shirk, a longtime patron, longtime Tuckhead, who I've corresponded with a bunch on our private Slack channel in person, had beers, Red Leg Brewery, Colorado Springs, Friday night. Check my social, at Ross Tucker NFL, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook to see the picture of me and Mike. It was amazing. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. All right, Ross, before we get into each of these games, what are your overall themes from Week 10 in the NFL? Number one, the Germany game was incredible. I am unbelievably jealous of anyone that was able to go over there. You know, I would have loved to have gone over there, but I've got college duties on television. It looked amazing. It looked and sounded amazing. When they were all singing Country Roads, John Denver, I mean, I got chills. I mean, it was incredible. Love the kaleidoscope of colors. Love the noise, the passion, the energy. As you know, if you've been a longtime listener or viewer now, I'm a huge proponent, huge, of trying to grow the game elsewhere. Remember, there are millions of little kids that think soccer is the best sport in the world only because they've never been exposed to football. We need to right this wrong. Can't anyone please think of the kids? So that's number one. Number two, very surprised that Josh Allen played for the Bills, was not expecting that. And all that happened after that was he played In the game of the year, there are so many things to say about this game, and I'll get into them in depth later. One that just jumps out to me right now, I think Justin Jefferson had the best catch I've ever seen in my life. Given the circumstances, look, the one-hand catches that guys make are really, really impressive. This was a one-hand catch while another grown-ass NFL football player had two hands on it and was pulling it into his body. Are you kidding me? I mean, the fact that he somehow kept that ball. Cam Lewis is pulling it with two arms, and Justin Jefferson with one arm just curled it in. I cannot believe he caught that football. Now listen, Cam Lewis should have batted it down. It was fourth down. I'll get to that later, but Justin Jefferson, tip of the imaginary cap, had to be the best catch I've ever seen in my life, given everything involved. The situation, 4th and 18, how he did it, it would have been an incredible catch if Cam Lewis didn't have two hands on the ball. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And then just in general... The entire Bills-Vikings game, bananas. Absolutely bananas. I mean, the Bills have an epic goal line stand after that catch. Crazy quarterback sneak, they get the stop. And then they fumble the snap on their own quarterback sneak and ultimately get a field goal to tie it and then lose. Game of the year. Going to be really, really tough to beat that. Uh 
awesome, awesome game. Obviously, if you're a Bills fan, painful, painful loss. A lot of backup quarterbacks out there. John Walford, Colt McCoy in the backup quarterback bowl in Arizona. And then Jeff Saturday, after all that, after the whole week that was, goes on the road and gets a win over Josh McDaniels. Super bad look for Josh McDaniels. And congratulations to Jeff Saturday. Here's what I'll say about Jeff Saturday. I'm rooting for him. I'm friends with him. I like him. That doesn't mean I think he deserved the job or that it was a smart hire or the right hire by the Colts. And a one-game sample size isn't enough to all of a sudden just say, see, it was a great hire. One game. Coaching is over weeks and weeks and weeks. And we'll see when he's got to make some more and tougher late game clock management, challenge decisions, etc. But I'm rooting for him. Just because I thought it was a crazy hire by Ursay and not a good one doesn't mean I'm not rooting for Jeff Saturday. I'm thrilled for him. Absolutely. Awesome. Congratulations, Jeff. Congratulations, by the way, to those of you that are taking advantage of the Simply Safe promo. Did you know that over the holidays, property crimes like burglaries and package thefts spike nationally? That's why Simply Safe Home Security, my peeps, they're offering 50% off their award winning security system so that more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season. Even just having the camera there, people aren't going to be snatching packages from your, you know, from your front door with the camera there. Trust me. It's nice to have those cameras, especially when you're away. I know my wife is a big fan of the crystal clear HD live stream of security cameras. It's less than a dollar a day. So that's less than half of like ADT or some of the other ones that are out there. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system I personally recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash Tucker today. It's their biggest discount of the year. They never do this. Do not wait. Simplysafe.com slash Tucker. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Tucks takes. All right, Ross, we'll start with Brady and the Bucks taking down the Seattle Seahawks in Germany, 21-16. Well, the Bucks ran the ball much, much, much better than they had been. And that's as big a reason why they won the game as any. I mean, especially in the first half, especially with Rashad White, it was really impressive. Really impressive. Their O-line came to play. And they got the better – like, if you would have told me before the game, 
hey, the Bucks will get the better of the running attack, I would have told you, well, then they'll definitely win because that's what Seattle needs to do. Uh, Bucks ran it better. O-line played much better. Julio Jones even had a big play where he looked super fast on a touchdown as the Bucks got up 14 nothing. You know, the, the, the Seahawks couldn't really run the rock. Thought Pete Carroll went too conservative at times. Fourth and six at the Bucks 39. You should almost never punt at the opposing team's 39. That's either like a field goal or go for it. Really, the Bucks were moving the ball until one of the worst play calls I've ever seen. Leonard Fournette rolling out, tries to throw the ball to Tom Brady, who's in man, who's covered man-to-man by 6'4", rookie stud corner Tariq Woolen. Are you kidding me? I mean, and the Bucks had all the momentum until that point, and it was like it totally switched. Although, even after that, Seahawks went for a while and Geno fumbled in the red zone. Then Geno had some incredible throws and completions in the second half. He was really impressive. Really impressive. Some of his fourth down throws to Tyler Lockett, to Marquise Goodwin, really impressive. Um, And then they even had another chance because Brady threw his first pick in 400 throws to Cody Barton. Just a terrible throw by Brady. Ultimately, though, Tampa Bay held. I will say this. Everybody always wants grass. Let's get real grass. We need real grass. How many guys slipped on the grass in that game? A lot. Something to keep in mind for the players as they are seem pretty adamant about that. The Minnesota Vikings defeat the Buffalo Bills 33-30 in a stunning overtime victory. Kind of worst case scenario for the Bills all the way around. You take the risk of Allen further aggravating the injury and you still lose. And you're up three scores, 27-10 and you, in the second half, and you still lose. By the way, Josh Allen had no regard for his body whatsoever. The running, I mean, he had like two tackles where he threw his right elbow into the tackle. No idea what he's doing. None. It really started with the Dalvin Cook 81-yard touchdown run. I mean, you can't be allowing 81-yard touchdown runs in the NFL. Josh Allen had two bad red zone interceptions. You know, I guess I guess I understand the Bills when they were up by 10, wanting to go for the touchdown with the thought that it's not that difference between being up 10 and 13. If we score a touchdown here, we're up three scores. If we don't score a touchdown... We are still, you know, the Vikings still have the length of the field to go. But that, that, that's not the case if it's an interception and he runs it out. That changes the dynamic. That changes the math. So you got to make sure you're not just throwing interceptions in those situations. I understand why Josh threw the ball up for grab. I would have probably kicked the field goal. You go up by 13, you make them have to score two touchdowns. Now, that ended up being the case because they missed an extra point, but you make them have to score two touchdowns. I can't even remember everything that happened. The Justin Jefferson catch, the goal line stand, the fumble, the Josh Allen interception late, you know, um, 
Justin Jefferson was just insane. Patrick Peterson, two interceptions. I, I will say this. I think Sean McDermott, there's some questionable coaching going on there in Buffalo. Number one, didn't love the decision to go for it when they could have gone up 13 with the chip shot field goal. Number two, I don't think they should have taken a safety. I don't agree with that. But you really, really need to harp on ball security. Get the snap first. It's not the worst thing in the world if it's a safety. We don't want it to be a safety, but the premium in that situation is on ball security. And probably the most egregious one, did they not tell the guys before 4th and 18, knock the ball down? Knock it down. Win the game. Cam Lewis, tomahawk spike that thing. Volleyball spike it. Game over. You win. Don't try to pick it. Several situations, game management situations, game situations that didn't feel like Buffalo was as prepared as they should have been. The the Lions win a shootout in Chicago against the Bears, 31-30. Well, that game was awesome. I mean, that game was absolutely awesome in so many different ways including going over the over, which is what I needed and had predicted on the Even Money podcast. Um, Speaking of, by the way, I'll I'll say one more thing about that Bills game. This is interesting. People don't look at it this way, Jack. The Bills fans will have a lot tougher time overcoming that loss than the Bills players. Bills players are like right back to work. There's no time to waste. They're right back to work. Let's beat, win the next game. Let's get that out of our system, etc. It's the Bills play, the Bills fans that just have to have that eating away at them for a full week till the next game. The Bills player, people don't realize that the Bills players, like they've already moved on. They're already getting their treatment, watching the film, moving on. That's the thing that's cool about being a coach or a player. You can actually move on and control the next game. The other people have to go to their regular jobs and just have it festering, which is the tough part of it. I will say this too. Bills fans, one way you can do it, drink Labatt Blue Light. That's my recommendation to get through this. Drink Labatt Blue Light. There's no better way to drown in your sorrows or to feel better after a tough loss than with the pristine Canadian goodness of a cold Labatt Blue light in hand. Zach Flaherty, one of our uh, tuckheads, sent me a message on our private Slack channel, and he even said he was watching New Mexico Air Force and watching Ross Tucker with the pristine Canadian goodness in my hand. I love it. Stock up, be the MVP of your tailgate. Share Labatt on game day with your crew. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Justin Fields is electric. I mean, two crazy running touchdowns, had an awesome bomb to a wide-open Cole Komet, but he also had a absolutely brutal pick six to Jeffrey Okuda that ultimately really, really hurt him. That and Cairo Santos missing an extra point are what are what killed him. Justin Fields also, he's still a young player. The interception, taking two sacks late in the game so the Bears couldn't get in a field goal range, not good. I will say Aiden Hutchinson made some plays. Jared Goff played better than he did, specifically getting the ball to Amon Ra St. Brown, who's just such a weapon. Lions are a different team with Amon Ra and uh, DeAndre Swift. Kansas City defeats Jacksonville on the road, 27-17. Kadarius Toney, Jack, legit factor for the Chiefs. NFL should be very, very worried. Very worried. I mean, after the catch, he had to hop along Cassidy down the sideline for a touchdown. He jumped so high for one of his catches that it looked like a mistake. Like, it looked like he went go-go gadget arm. Like, I don't know what his vertical is, but that kid is a freak. And Andy Reid's starting to use him. Good luck, NFL. I love, by the way, what the Jags did. Aggressive. Opening game onside kick. But too often they had to settle for field goals in the red zone. And then making matters even worse, they missed the field goals a couple times. I did think they had some nice, impressive drives. Thought Trevor Lawrence did some good things. You know, if you're a Jags fan, definitely some stuff to build on from this game. The kicker kind of kind of really hurt you for making it closer. Chris Jones, by the way, was a beast, as he has been as of late. They're really getting a lot of mileage from him rushing off the edge. They call it a wide nine, which is when you're like way outside the offensive tackle. He's getting it done. The Dolphins blow out Cleveland at home, 39-17. Tua was flawless. Even to lesser-known guys like Trent Sherfield, flawless. I think Tua throws the most catchable ball in the NFL. It just feels like it's like silky smooth when it's coming at you. Awesome. By the way, the Browns, that was embarrassing. That was an embarrassing performance by the Browns. Just when you think Browns had that nice Halloween game, okay, coming off the bye, they got it rolling now. They had no answer for Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson. Embarrassing defensive performance by the Browns, seriously. Saquon Barkley rushes for 152 yards in a 24-16 victory over the Houston Texans. Career-high 35 carries for Saquon as they decided to just ride him. They did get one awesome play from Daniel Jones finding Darius Slayton down the sideline. But other than that, it was Saquon left, Saquon right. Texans are kind of a mess. They hang in games. Davis Mills did make a couple good throws like Nico Collins, but not enough. And a bad force interception. They revoked Brandon Cook's captaincy since he basically skipped out on them last week. Skipped the game. Keeps talking about it publicly. Not good. I will say this. The the, the best part about the New York Giants is their D-line. Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams are bad dudes. They dominate the action in that game. 
The Saints rushed for just 29 yards in a 2010 loss to the Pittsburgh Steelers. What a disastrous season for the New Orleans Saints. I mean disastrous. You cannot have a season like this when you traded your first-round pick to the Philadelphia Eagles. Just brutal. Almost as brutal as how much some of us have to pay to get the TV we love. It's crazy expensive. Thankfully, forget about those high prices, endless contracts. Sling is the most valuable option when it comes to finding your favorite channels with the best deal for sports, news, entertainment. They got the best live TV content all in one place at the lowest price. Plus, you can watch every touchdown live every Sunday afternoon with NFL Red Zone on Sling. Limited time, get Sling Blue, add on Sports Extra with NFL Red Zone for half off your first month. Regulars 46, now only 23. So you get the best deal on Red Zone so you can catch all the touchdowns at the lowest price with Sling TV. Visit sling.com slash DraftKings to sign up today. A late interception from Russell Wilson secures a 17-10 Titans victory against the Denver Broncos. So I just realized I didn't really talk about the Steelers game. No Minka Fitzpatrick, by the way. Emergency appendectomy. Thought that might hurt the Steelers. No, it didn't. TJ Watt, he didn't have a huge statistical game, but you can just tell like his presence, his energy helps them. There's no way Jameis Winston can be worse than Andy Dalton. There can't be. Saints were terrible on third down. Andy threw a couple bad interceptions. They got to go to Jameis Winston. Absolutely have to. It's getting late early for Dennis Allen there. Steelers' kicking game was a problem. They still won. Uh, Kenny Pickett's been a big factor with his legs. And kind of like the Bucks, the Steelers ran the ball much better than they had. Najee Harris... Did some good things. Had some big holes, ran through them, although he took some hits. And uh, Jalen Warren, still better in my mind than Najee Harris, but they had a pretty good one-two punch. A late interception from Russell Wilson secures a 17-10 Titans victory against the Broncos. Broncos are are a tough watch, man. Russell, you thought maybe after the London game and then the bye that they had figured things out. I know Tennessee's defense is pretty good, but they were missing a bunch of dudes. They're missing like their best player, Jeffrey Simmons. They didn't have Amani Hooker in the back. End. It didn't matter. Russell Wilson under duress throughout. He won't just get rid of the ball quickly to where the ball is supposed to go. Six sacks, 18 quarterback hits. He, he takes sacks and hits he shouldn't. A lot of it's on him. Cortland Sutton got hurt, but I think he came back in. How about Nick Westbrook-Akina? This was the Westbrook-Akina game. Five receptions, 119 yards, two touchdowns. He basically was the Titans' offense. Jeff Saturday wins his first game as an NFL head coach, 25-20 versus Las Vegas Raiders. So this is annoying for me on the Even Money podcast because he started Matt Ryan, even though he said Sam Ellinger was going to start. I definitely would not have laid the points with the Raiders if I thought Sam Ellinger or if I thought Matt Ryan was going to start. It's very bizarre. 
that multiple people have intimated or told me that Jim Irsay made Frank Reich start Ellinger. And yet now Saturday gets the job and he's allowed to go back to Matt Ryan. Frank Reich might still be the coach if he was allowed to start Matt Ryan the last couple of weeks. They might have won one of those games. Ellinger was a disaster. I will say I didn't see any um, egregious errors from Saturday as a coach. I didn't see anything from Parks Frazier calling the plays. It helps when Jonathan Taylor uh, had a, a crazy long run. Matt Ryan had the longest run in, in the game that he's ever had for a game. The most rushing yards in a career he had on one run in a game in a career. Crazy. No Renfro or Waller for the Raiders. That crazy long run for Matt Ryan led to the Paris Campbell. Go ahead, touchdown. He looked good. He looked like he had some juice on that. Derek Carr, I swear, throws the check down almost every play. And I didn't see the Raiders do anything other than Devontae Adams making plays. Green Bay scores 17 unanswered to defeat the Cowboys in overtime, 31-28. Unreal. What? I mean, you want to talk about blowing it for the Cowboys. CeeDee Lamb had a huge day. They're up 28-14. And really, it could have been even more than that. A couple of bad picks by Dak Prescott to Rudy Ford. You know, one in the end zone, which takes away points, can't do that. Uh, another one in the that gave Green Bay points. And I know what Greg Olson said about CeeDee Lamb needs to cross his face, but it looked like that would have been a bad throw to me anyway. This was, I mentioned the Westbrook Akine game. This was the Christian Watson game. Three touchdowns, including a bomb from Aaron Rodgers. And they were able to come Amari Rodgers making another critical error by fumbling the ball. The one thing I think that stood out to me about this game, because it's all about my takeaways, Jack, Micah Parsons had eight rushes. Dan Quinn, baby, what is you doing? Eight rushes for Micah Parsons? Eight times he rushed Aaron Rodgers? Why? The only person that can prevent Micah Parsons from winning Defensive Player of the Year is Dan Quinn, evidently. Colt McCoy and the Cardinals win the battle of the backups against the Rams, 27-17. Cardinals, baby. When I think Cardinals, I think Larry Fitzgerald, which means I think Let's Go! Every Monday on Let's Go, a SiriusXM podcast. Larry Fitzgerald, Tom Brady. Be curious to hear what Tom has to say about Germany. And Emmy Award-winning journalist Jim Gray. You can hear Championship Perspective on what's going on on and off the field. It's five-time Super Bowl MVP Tom Brady, 11-time Pro Bowler Larry Fitzgerald. That's unbelievable. At the mic, unfiltered. This is, to my knowledge, the only place where you hear these guys. If it's on their minds, it's on Let's Go. Plus, they have awesome guests. Snoop Dogg, Oprah, etc. Listen to Let's Go with Tom Brady, Larry Fitzgerald, and Jim Gray every Monday night through the 2022-2023 football season on Stitcher, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcasts. As for the game, not only did Kyler Murray and Matthew Stafford not play, but Bryce Perkins got some snaps running the ball instead of Wolford. McCoy got hurt at one point. Trace McSorley came in. There were more injuries. Cooper Cup got hurt. Zach Ertz got hurt. 
tons of drops by the Cardinals wide receivers. Cole McCoy played well. Got the ball out quickly, back foot hit, got it out. Hopefully Kyler Murray learned something from that. He played well, got it out quick, and they still dropped some. His numbers would have been really good if not for Hopkins had a drop, Rondell Moore had a drop. Rondell Moore, by the way, still put up numbers anyway. The 49ers defeat the Chargers on Sunday Night Football, 22-16. Super slow start offensively for the Niners. I mean, they, did they, what did they score, like three points maybe in the first half? And, and Justin Herbert got off to a good start to DeAndre Har- Har- Carter, got the Chargers up early. You know, they had some nice play design that I thought fooled the Niners. Eventually, though, the Chargers couldn't do anything in the second half. Niners D sort of uh, settled in there. I would say the Niners offensively were not overly impressive against a really banged up Chargers D at all. But eventually they kind of weared them down. Elijah Mitchell in the running game got enough plays. It felt like Ayuk, C-Mac, Debo all made a play or two. Uh, not not an overly impressive performance by the Niners, but didn't really need to be, right? They just need to win the game. And they did. That'll do it, by the way, for a Monster Monday edition of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It's time. You're going to be inundated, inundated with Black Friday stuff. Don't do it. Go to myfrontpagestory.com and get someone the gift that keeps on giving to just to be able to say to them, I did something really special for you. I got a story written all about you. It's so awesome. Myfrontpagestory.com. Other shout-outs. Pizza Boy Brewing, Sportaculture, HumanHeadNYC.com, SteakhouseSports.com, Go-Bangles.com, Evergreen Economics, Vision Comics with an X, BackOfficeScheduler.com. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feasts, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.